So as Rabbi Rene gave us the story of Abraham and Isaac, we all know about the, them going up to the mountain. But it also is about a new beginning. See, as I like to remind people, everyone always wants to say they, they want the faith of Abraham. I want the faith of Isaac. Abraham knew he was coming back down the mountain. Isaac didn't. But he had put his faith in something that he saw in his dad. And that's his love for God. He hadn't given up. Even when they were making the journey. And obviously over the years they had made journeys. They knew how... Isaac knew what his father would do to prepare for an offering. How old is Isaac at this time? He's been in his 30s. His father is how old? 100 and something, right? We'll just say 100-ish and just go with that. And yet... As they're walking together, he asks his dad. He says, I, I, I see the, the wood I'm carrying, but where's the lamb? And Abraham's response is simple. God will provide. It's that stepping out on faith that leads us to that new journey in life. It's when we go before the world to say, Lord, what's next? We even see from the scripture that as soon as God called out to Abraham, he immediately responded, Hanani, here am I. Ready to serve. Ready to do whatever, Lord, you call me to do. And we know that Isaac willingly put himself on that altar. Why do we say that? You tell me a 30-year-old can't take out a 100-year-old? <laughs> right? Let's just face it. Isaac was the one carrying the, 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 the wood, right? He's a muscular guy. But he saw something in his father. That trust in the Lord. That he was willing to put his life on the line for that. And that says a lot. See, on this day, it was a new beginning for Isaac. Because it was no longer his father's faith, but his faith that would lead him forward. That would make him one that we mention in our prayers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah, he's that middle one, you know, we always call it the middle son syndrome, right? I get it from both sides. Being the youngest of four, I, get, I got it easy. My brother will tell you that. Even after he knocked out my tooth, but we won't go there. It was a great wrestling move. 
he put me in a full Nelson. We had been watching W, what was it back then? I mean, remember what they call it, right? And I did what every wrestling fan would do, went forward and hit the chin and popped the tooth right out. But you know what? That gave me a new lesson in life. We can laugh about it. We laughed about it then. It wasn't so bad. He didn't do it out of meanness. We were having fun. We were brothers. We were playing, right? But it gives us something to think about. How things in our lives make us change. And that there's points in history in which we have to take our own responsibility. And that's what Isaac did here. Yes, he's the middle one who doesn't always get the credit he deserves. But the credit is definitely due him. Because he took ownership of his faith. It, it wasn't no longer the God of his father, but it was his God's. He took responsibility. And he showed the world his faith in God. This faith would take him through many times of troubles and cell phones. <laughs> but what we really understand and we see is how he grew. He was no longer considered a child, but a man of God. That's what this feast is about. You know, I love the image that we see that God did, because he did provide that sacrifice, that ram. Not only did he do it then, but he did it ultimately with his son, who became the ultimate sacrifice. You know, I, I, I love the image that we have that when we put the whole scene of what was going together on that mountain, how God had put it so perfectly in place to point to the future of our Messiah. It said that as Abraham was getting ready to sacrifice Isaac, an angel cried out to him, and Abraham stopped. And then they looked over and caught in the thorny bush was a ram caught by its horn. Why is that important? What would have happened, you know, thorn, how many of you ever tried to grab a, uh, a rose that had thorns on it, right? You grab it and you, next thing you know you're bleeding, right? But yet this ram was caught by its horns. It literally had a crown of thorns around its horns. The same image we would see of our Messiah at that same spot thousands of years later. As the Romans crowned him with a crown of thorns. Yeshua was put on the altar. 
And Yeshua became that focal point. If you look at it, he took on his father's role. But he had to go one step further than Isaac. He had to shed his blood for our sins. But death could not hold him back. For three days later, he rose again. And that day changed us forever. As Jews and Gentiles, we now have a special relationship with God. God is calling us to have that Isaac experience through Yeshua. To take ownership of our faith. We all have to do it. We see as when we have kids that we see that day that they accept Yeshua into their heart. And it's no longer our faith that they're living by, but their faith. That's what makes a difference. When we can pass it along to the next generation. But they have to see what we have in our life. They have to see the relationship that we have with God. Our God is not a God that just sits up in the heavens. Our God is one that walks with us, that talks to us, that teaches us, that lifts us up when we're down. That's the God that we worship. That's the God that was there and provided that lamb so we could have eternity with him. That's how much God loves you. That he would be willing to let his own son die for our sins. Not that they could be remembered so that they could be wiped away. See, he gives us a renewed heart when we accept him into our lives. Our past is behind us. God doesn't care what you did in the past. God cares what you're going to do tomorrow. How are you going to live that life? How are you going to take hold of what he has shown you and bring it to the rest of the world? We talked about yesterday about what was going on in Iran where Muslims are coming to know Yeshua as their Messiah. And it's not through great evangelism or preaching. It's God opening their hearts and revealing himself to them. It's a new day. It's a new time. We have to be ready for what God has in store for us. We're a generation that has seen Jerusalem once again under the control of the Jewish people. That is so significant. The word is very clear. It will fall by the sword until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled. We're seeing a rise among the Jewish community. 
You know, when I look at my own family, and I see my brother speaking to Netanyahu and to President Trump, it's kind of mind-boggling. i got to admit, I mean, we had a great, our brother, my brothers and sisters, we, we got along, we always get along. We, we never had really fighting and stuff. A little between Jay and Gary, but never between me. <laughs> they were older, I was younger, I got away with everything. But to see what God is doing just in our family is amazing. And to realize that God has a bigger plan. And it all started with Abraham and Isaac taking that journey. Walking that line. We're seeing things that should not have happened that people wouldn't believe would have happened. But it's happening. Because God is in control. God is fulfilling his own word. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. The fig tree will blossom. And it's blossoming. This generation will certainly not pass away until the Messiah's return. You know, I'm not one to sit here and proclaim stuff and throw out all these prophecies, but you know what? We're seeing them hit before our eyes, and we need to take notice. Because what we think was impossible is not. If you had sat there and told me that I was going to read an article on Fox News that talks about uh, Muslims in Iran, our biggest enemy, turning in droves to God. And not only that, but loving Israel. That is an, and, and not only do they love Israel, they love the Jewish Messiah. That's saying something. God is moving in a mighty way. Like I said, I, I, I was honored to be part of the big revival that happened in the 90s. And it's still happening today. I've seen the book of Acts relived with my own eyes. I've seen 5,000 Jewish people in one day come to know the Lord. God is moving. Why are we not taking notice? We need to stand up and start walking that walk. Because God's bringing us into the promised land once again. And he's showing us to have the faith of Isaac. That even when things look bad, God is in control. He will provide that sacrifice for us. It will have a crown of thorns. And his name is Yeshua. He made it so simple. You don't have to read all the scriptures and know the word. Just trust in him. Ask for a sign. And when you get that sign, trust in him. Isaac had that trust. 
he walked back down that mountain. But no longer was it his father's faith that he lived on. It was his faith. Take hold of it today and enjoy it. Walk with the Lord. This is a new year. I encourage you, if you're not reading your Bible, read it. It doesn't take that long. Listen to it. They have it on iPads, on, on iPods probably, right? Make it easy. But watch how it still comes alive today. Have your own experience with God because he's ready to walk with you. I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. If you're out there and you don't know Yeshua as your Messiah, doesn't matter if you're Jewish or Gentile, he came for everybody. If you're watching online, wherever you are around the world, we want to encourage you to receive this free gift. Yeshua is there for you. All you have to do is ask. If you're watching online, either archived or live, and you can contact us. The information you see on the screen, and wherever you are around the world, we will contact you and pray with you. But if you're here right now in the congregation, with every eye closed and every head bowed, and you're ready to say yes to him, all you need to do is raise your hand. Is there anyone? Anyone at all? Our Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, encourage us. Build our faith in you like you built it in Isaac. Lord, we know that you are our God. And we are your people. Lord, give us the strength we need to share your word with the world. Let us not be ashamed of the gospel, because it's salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Lord, give us that strength. We ask this in your Son, Yeshua's precious name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand. Amen.